Welcome to We Got Goals, a podcast by asweatlife.com on which we talk to high achievers about their goals. I'm CEO and founder Gina Anderson Cohen, and today with me, we have CEO and founder of Bond, Rebecca Baliesny. Rebecca, thank you for joining me. Gina, it's so nice to be here. Gina has been so helpful to me as I started this company and really has been a sounding board and a friend and a mentor. So it's it's pretty amazing to to get to be here on a spot life with her. Oh my God. I feel like you've been a sounding board and a mentor. <laughs> uh, well it's it's funny because we started chatting in May of mm-hmm. 2020. Does that sound right? Yeah, May 2020. When Bond was just the kernel of an idea. It was just an idea. Yeah. And and before Bond, you had not started fitness businesses, but you you'd been doing a lot in finance. Yeah, I, I had um, I never thought I would start a fitness company. I actually I loved what I did before. I spent um, the first twenty years of my career in finance. Um, the last six, um, I've really been building our personal venture portfolio and early stage venture funds. And I would host um, a conference every year that was really fun where we would invite our venture funds. Um, and then I'd ask um, our partners to invite the founders and CEOs that of the companies that they were most excited about. Um, so I, I've always been very interested in founders and entrepreneurs and their stories, but I didn't realize I would actually be one of them. And what they went through in founding a company, I never, no one could ever tell you. I mean, Gina tried to tell me, but no one can ever tell you what it's like until you experience it. And I mean, it's, it's magical, but it's also so, uh, it's stressful and it wears on you at the same time. Is that your experience? Yes. It's like having a newborn baby. I actually think that is the best parallel, at least for me in my life. Um, it takes just as much work and also is it's both mentally and physically um, draining, but also like exhilarating at many times too. And I think you and I could talk about entrepreneurship all day, but before we go too far down that path, I'd love for the listener to know what Bond is and where the idea came from. So bond actually does have meaning um, beyond, you know, you, you hear it, bond, and we want to bring people together. So, so that was definitely a large part of why we started this, is bringing people together through fitness. The other part, um, bond actually means gang in French, and I love the, the dual meaning there. And you want to know how I started it, how I came up with the idea? Yeah. Um, okay. It was, um, it was bo- an idea born out of COVID. Um, and just desperation to both connect with people, connect with friends, and then to get in the best workouts possible. I've always been an athlete. I played college tennis. I, after, um, after college, I played basketball, uh, and I had a great group of friends who I did that with. But then when I was in my 30s, it became really challenging um, to find the time to do workouts with people. And this was constantly a problem for me, but it was just um, really accelerated during COVID. I just realized that there was nothing out there that you could do virtually um, and both connect socially with your friends and also get a great workout. And I just saw that white space. And I actually, I looked, I spent a couple of months just searching. And then I was like, there is nothing out there in the live space where you feel that interaction, you feel that connectivity. Um, 
I had done some Zoom classes actually with instructors who made me feel like that and where I saw friends on and that was like really nice, exciting, motivating, but it wasn't, it wasn't a business. And I was like, this, this needs to become a business. We have to crack the code of having live classes be really interactive and emotional and fun. And I mean, this morning I took a class. I was like hysterical laughing <laughs> uh, at the instructor. And some of my friends were on and one owns a beauty care company. And she was like, the instructor was holding up my friend's beauty care. And then um, it, it's just, it feels like a community. Um, and it actually really is unlike um, a lot of the content providers out there that are, are really just mass marketing content. Like we want to create this community and this interactivity in real time. Yeah, it's really exciting. I, I chatted with Amaya, who is um, helping to lead your product um, on the bond side, and she shared a ton of really exciting insights. I don't want to tease too much here, but there's there's a lot coming from Bond. So if you haven't tried it yet, dear listener, uh, now is a good chance to try. And now a break with our friends at Bond. Yeah, I'll sit, I'll be on a road. I'll be back. I'm just reaching for a goal. If you've ever been to one of our events at A Sweat Life, we're always pushing you to try new things and meet new people in wellness. And with everything going digital, we've missed that. Enter Bond, a virtual fitness platform that offers over 100 fully immersive live boutique fitness classes a week with expert instructors. And with innovative features built in to create community, you'll have no choice but to make a friend or two. Learn more about the platform and try it for free for seven days at B-A-N-D-E.com. That's bond.com. B-A-N-D-E.com. So don't be upset when I'm not around. Just know I'll be back, so no need to frown. Welcome back to We Got Goals. All right, Rebecca, let's jump in. Talk to me about a big goal you've set and achieved, why it was important to you, and how you got there. Well, I'll talk about a physical goal first. After both of my babies, I said, okay, what can I do that would be really huge? So the first, and, and I live in Jackson Hole, um, and every day I look up at the Grand Teton, uh, which is 13,700 feet, and it is just like right in front of my face. And I was like, I have to climb that. So after having uh, my first baby, Luke, um, I climbed the Grand Teton um, in a couple of days, um, and it was an amazing experience. It was really hard. Um, although my husband and I say we're like the only people ever to have gained weight on this climb because we got all this like banana bread and cookies, and we're like, we need to fuel ourselves. Um, and um, it, it was, we had it. We had a great time. We did it with a bunch of friends and my brother, and we did it. Um, and it's it's no small feat. It's it's huge huge. It takes a whole day just to get to the saddle. And then you wake up at three in the morning um, and we started climbing in um, 80 mile per hour winds. And um, we just kept on going. And then we reached the ridge and the wind stopped. And I was glad we got there. And we both, we like got to the top. I didn't look down and it was an amazing feeling. The um, I did it the second time in one day, which is even harder. Um, and we started at three in the morning and we came back down. Um, it was so fun. Like our, um, at, we had a huge crowd that met us and I did it also with a bunch of friends and we trained all summer. This, this requires serious training. Like mm -hmm. I would go up, 
I, I would go up mountains all summer long in order to be able to do this. Um, so we had a big crowd when we came down. It was 7 p.m. So we started at 3 a.m., didn't stop until 7 p.m. And I've never been so tired in my life, but like so proud of my of myself. Um, it's 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 a big it's a big mountain to do in one day. It's honestly the timeline sounds kind of like an Iron Man, like that you're just going all day, um, exhaustion by the end, and just feeling all of the feelings along the way. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, you're you're definitely feeling everything. I mean, I mean, there was certainly times you want, I wanted to quit, um, but I just kept powering through. It's helpful to have friends there, and I, I think that brings up a really key point to what drives me and what what drives Bond. It's it's just connecting with others through fitness has always been so fun and so much more meaningful than just doing something on my own. It was it was just a great experience to do together and really bonded me to to these friends. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually picture you looking out your window with like a nine month bump, uh, just staring up the mountain like I'm going to do this. Is, was that kind of how the goal came to be? It was usually like after, um, mm-hmm. like right after I had my kids, I was just like thinking, what can I do to be like prove that I'm back and better than ever? Um, and I continue to think I'm in better shape than, you know, prior to having my kids, which which I'm excited about. Um, but the, these goals are really helpful. And then obviously starting a fitness company continues to, to help me achieve and get better, actually in much different ways than climbing mountains. Um, my skiing is just better than ever from all these bar classes I do. I mean, you're in a squat <laughs> the entire time when you're skiing. It's basically yeah. that that bar position the entire time. It's it's actually, I think more than that, it's strength in my hips and it's flexibility. And it's just like being able to maneuver and feeling like such a such an athlete and a dancer, which I never was um, from doing these classes. It's, it's super fascinating because you're, I mean, like your resume, like your, your history, like you're such a high achiever, but it sounds like you kind of have that in both like athletics and in your business life. Would you call yourself type A in both walks of life in athletics and in business? Yes. (laughs) There's no... (laughs) Every, I mean, I don't know if it's, if, I hate to say like type A in like a negative way, but I a really negative. believe in doing everything um, as, as well as I possibly can and just working my hardest and never giving up. And that's, that's something, I mean, my kids laugh at me because I'm like constantly saying what's the most important thing. And they know it's like never give up. Um, and I have a lot of, lot of never give up stories. Um that, you know, that we talk about, because I think it's just key. And I'm actually learning that in a startup too. Like, you know, you get hit in the face all the time and you just, you can't give up. You just have to plow through. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun to be able to like live that on my own. I actually had that with fundraising also, which I don't know if you want me to talk about other business goals, but yeah, let's um, go. So I was at Prudential and I was working in investment capacity and it was, rather boring, but I learned a lot. Um, and I knew there was a $1 billion fund that the team had to raise. And so I went to the head of the group. Um, it was like my boss's 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 boss. And I said, I want to raise the fund. And he's like, I've never had someone say they want to do that. But anyway, um, 
I set a goal of clearly raising this fund. We had $200 million gap to fill and I wanted to fill it. And it took me like a year of just pounding the table, like literally never giving up, figuring like ins and outs. I never raised money before. Um, and we did it. Like, I mean, we actually raised, I think a little bit over a billion and I was really responsible for it. Um, so that was, that was exciting. Anyway, that was a business goal. I was very, very happy to have achieved. And then it actually allowed me to start my own fundraising business. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, I'm, I am certain that all of that fundraising experience is helping you. I'm sure. Yeah, I think it will. When we go raise money, I'm sure it will. Um, I mean, you know, as a founder, you have to do everything and anything. Like, there's so many things I've learned in my career that are definitely helping me along from when I've been an investor um, to, you know, raising money for sure. And I, I mean, just dealing with people, dealing and managing um, people, which I've had to do, you know, many times. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately not as simple as raising money. Yep. <laughs> yep. One last question about the mountain um, and setting the goal to do it. I want, I'm interested in the process of training to climb a mountain. Is it, is it like every day going uphill? Is it strength training? What was, what was the process and how long did it take you to train? So I always set out to do it at the beginning of the summer, uh, mm-hmm. which, which helped. So in June, and then I did my climbs mid-August. Um, so what I thought was most important was getting in the mileage. So just doing at most days, I would climb up this mountain in a town called Snow King. That's really steep. So I would do that. And then I would go on, on the weekends on longer hikes that were, you know, maybe 3000, 4,000 feet hikes. And then I would climb a, a few times a week, um, and do a lot of training climbs, both, uh, different lo- different locations um, to make sure I felt really confident in my climbing. Um, I didn't do much strength training um, at all, and it's if I had, I would have been a lot better off. Just like looking looking back, I always did yoga. I did mm-hmm. yoga twice a week with Ariel Mann, who's actually on our platform now. Yes. <laughs> what a good get! Um, it's it's interesting in retrospect. So now, like talking through this, are you going to climb the mountain again? I'm definitely, I'll climb it when my kids get old enough. Um, there's another mountain I want to climb. It's called Mount Moran. And I, I thought about climbing it last summer, but with the business, being able to put in those miles is really hard. Um, I just, I don't think I can do it at this early stage. Like I need more condensed workouts. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to kind of take a call while you're climbing a mountain. You may, you may be a little out of breath for that. Yeah. It's just, Hard. It like takes me away for, for too long. I might, I don't know. I'm sure I could do the Grand Teton again based on the shape I'm in just from Bond. But I, I'll have to see this summer because I, I do think it's very important to get in these long, long hikes. All right. I don't want to delay it. I want to hear about a future goal. So Rebecca, talk us through what's a goal you're setting for the future and how do you plan to get there? I want to build an excellent brand. Um, that brings people a ton of joy, a ton of connectivity, um, and that is the major brand in live stream fitness. Um, but it's, it has to be known for quality. Like I, I want everyone to know Bond 
as a place they can go for a wonderful workout where it's like, it's both fun and it's intense and you see results that you want to see. Um, you'll never leave bond and be like, Oh, that was like, you know, I just halfway did it. You know, kind of like my personality, like you will fully be in it, whether it's a yoga class or rest, um, like a restorative class. Um, or a bar class or a hit class. Like I want people to be fully in it. And so I want to develop that brand. I want to keep developing that talent and that culture. Um, and that's, that's really a key goal of mine for this year. Yeah. So three pieces to that brand, talent, and culture. Um, let's start with brand. What's, what's going to go into that? A lot of it is who we hire. Um, and so it kind of all comes together. Um, it's the talent that is really a large part of our product. And it's continuously honing our talent, the way we recruit, the way that we train, and really getting that down to a science um, you know, is, is something that I'm making a big push for this year. Yeah. Um, what else goes into brand? Um, it's product. So like we're really building and focusing on the tech and it's having the best tech out there in live fitness for, for fitness. Um, and we, we are getting there. Like I'm really proud of what we're, of what we're building on that front. Um, trying to think what else really goes into our brand. I mean, you know, I'm talking to you here and you're so good at language and I love your articles. Like part of this is developing our language. We actually just hired a head of marketing that I'm so excited about. Um, and I've been searching for eight months for a head of marketing and she's definitely going to help develop this, but it's the language, it's the imagery and everything that we want to convey us. And it's figuring out like how to make it cohesive right now. You know, I think our site is absolutely beautiful. But like, how do we really hone that language in our emails and in our instructors language in every facet of the business? Like we have a lot to, lot to work on. I mean, I think you've, you've done a lot and come so far in the last eight months too, and just hiring and talent. I think you've done so much in eight months. Honestly, if you look back at what you've built, like it's staggering <laughs> what has happened. You built a lot of the platform from scratch, um, because things didn't exist that you wanted. So you, you just made them, <laughs> which I think is, is incredible. Like, um, can you talk through kind of the gaps you wanted to fill with technology? Yeah. So it was important for me, um, to want to have a video platform that, um, enable people to communicate with each other. And I, I'm sure Amaya talked about some of this um, in her podcast, so I'm not going to go into it, but that was key. And then, you know, being able to see see your friends, talk to them during class um, and have a coffee date after and have it be a totally seamless experience was, I, I thought, really unique um, and something that I wanted to have happen. Um, and then um, on the site, you can see where you're, which classes your friends are going to. You can see what they said about them. You can invite friends really easily and just having that functionality. And then we also are developing a news feed. So like you can see milestones, we can post um, internally. And it's just nice to create this community and to have it all be right there. Um, and something else that I wanted, I wanted it all to be like happy and fitness oriented and wellness, as opposed to, you know, you go on other social networks and 
you just see a lot of stuff that, you know, is, I mean, I was developing this in the middle of COVID that was very depressing. So I wanted this to be a respite from the reality of, you know, the world and the difficult things that are going on. Yeah. And I I think, I mean, I, I think it does that. And also it, it plays such an interesting role in this in-between between like a physical class and a virtual space. Like it's, you really have done a lot of work to create the virtual version of being in class with a friend, which I think is incredible. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. You hit the nail on the head. That's, that's the concept. Um, and so many people now live far away from their family and friends. And this is an amazing way to connect. I do class classes with my best friend in London all the time. Yeah. Um, can you talk about what it was like to recruit talent during COVID? Recruiting talent is probably my biggest challenge. And, and I say that because recruiting the right people is so important. Um, during COVID, I can't say that it was any different. I mean, it's sort of like all the same. I, you know, something that was really important to me, though, I guess at a time that it was so uncertain for people in the fitness world, was to give them a sense of stability and to offer a salary and benefits. Um, I really wanted them to feel secure. So our, our full-time instructors have salary and benefits. I think it's really unique. Yeah, I mean, I know that's really unique. We see a lot of instructors paid by the the class and um, paid by the hour. And they just, especially during COVID, can't make a living off of that, Um, which it's really great to hear that you're paying salary and benefits to the instructors that you've hired. Yeah, it's it's like one team, one dream. Like I want us all rowing in the right direction. And I, I also think like we're in the fitness world. Like if I can afford to give them benefits, like I have to do it and I want them to have benefits. Like their health is really important and it's the most important thing. That's incredible. And now let's take one more break with our friends at Bond. Let's take a quick movement break with our friends at Bond. Our team has been working with Bond since it was just the seed of an idea in the founder's head. So we feel so connected with what the team is building. On the platform, you'll see a packed class schedule with everything from yoga to bar to hit to Pilates to boxing and more. And features to help you feel connected to a community as well as star instructors. Plus, you'll feel like you're in studio, getting live feedback from instructors who hold you accountable to show up and do your best, no matter where you are. Learn more about Bond and try it for free for seven days at bond.com. That's B-A-N-D-E dot com. And we're back to We Got Goals. We're here with Rebecca Balyazny. Rebecca, one last question um, before we hit the road here or you hit the mountain. Um, but I would love to know what is something that you're doing to either take care of yourself or stay productive or just stay well in this unique time on this planet? Well, this is something that's always been a focus of mine and that I've thought is the most important thing. Um, and I'm sure all of you um, think the same thing, given that you're here. Um, I, I exercise every single day in some form or another, whether, you know, it could be a restorative class on a weekend if I've, if I've really been going hard, but I think it's really important to move my body um, and feel good physically um, and for me, that usually means doing a workout, going for a run, going skiing, doing something that moves my body. 
That's it's really interesting because I think in a startup in particular, you just get so like tied to your devices and your calendar. So I could see how moving would be that self-care practice. Do, do you take time away from tech or at least from like actively touching your tech when you're working out? Oh yeah. I, I don't uh, touch my tech when I work out um, for the most part, unless I think of something, um, you know, that would business related. If I'm taking one of our classes, sometimes I just like have an idea and I'm like, Oh, got to write it down. But I use my camera as a video tool. And actually that helps me not do anything except take the class. That's, that's awesome. I think that that's honestly the biggest challenge for a founder is you're just constantly like on, um, with technology. And, and that is, draining mentally and emotionally. So I could see how uh, moving physically, especially if you're kind of like tech free, could be your self-care practice. What's interesting, Rebecca, is, is like our relationship, although it has been, we haven't been friends for a super long time. I feel like you're so intimately tied into my life now after this year, because you and I met, um, like just before I had a series of emergency surgeries <laughs> and then we formed like a friendship through it. Do you, do you remember the, when you called me and I was like at the hospital? We're at the emergency room. <laughs> we had it, we had a call scheduled and, um, I laugh at this now, but in the moment, like I shouldn't have picked up the phone. <laughs> I picked up the phone and I was like, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'm like, I'm at the ER. And, and then I gave you no information <laughs> and then told you, I think what happened probably two days later. Yeah. I found <laughs> out. I call, I called our mutual friends and I found oh, yes. out what happened to you. Yeah. Uh, I was like, this is bizarre. Um, but this woman is tough. She's actually picking up the phone. <laughs> At the emergency room? <laughs> yeah. My, my husband was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But now like friends for life. Um, because then we also like continued talking after that. And then one more emergency surgery. Um, and honestly, I think you're good luck now. But at first I was like, I don't know, Rebecca and I keep having meetings scheduled. And then I have surgery <laughs> on those days. Well, the first time we talked, you didn't have surgery. That's true. The, you're right. You're right. It was two flukes, two flukes. Uh, but now friends for life. Well, I'm you're feeling good. You're yeah, feeling I'm feeling good. I'm nine months out now. So I'm, I'm basically, I'm basically like recovered. Um, I'll be, I'll be in like Rebecca shape in a year. We'll give it a year. I don't think I'll take you that long. Um, <laughs> I'm doing some classes with me. I'm ready. I'm ready. And you listener, you come do classes with us too. Um, we'll share in the show notes and on usweltlife.com how to find bond, um, maybe an exclusive offer if you're lucky, um, and how to invite your friends to work out with you on bond too. Rebecca, anything we forgot to talk about that you want to make sure everybody knows about bond? Um, I think we covered a lot, but um, I guess the bottom line is if you're looking for a place where you can work out with your friends seamlessly um, and you just want to connect and get a great workout in, like there is no better place. I, I can guarantee that. Um, so I hope to see you all soon. Um, I hope to see you, Gina, too. And thank you so much for having me on. It's been a real honor and a lot of fun. 
This has been delightful. And this was another episode of We Got Goals, which is an sweatlife.com production. Thank you to Ryan Deffitt for the audio production, to Ryan Barry. You got two Ryans for video production. And thanks to all of you for listening. 